This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast. This is Erica Polsonelli, your host, here to talk about all things high vibrational, spiritual, even spiritually aligned business and beyond. So welcome and come on in. Hi guys. Today I'm here with a very exciting guest, Alexa from Forever Friday Consulting. And I'm so excited for so many reasons. Alexa and I were divinely guided to one another um, right before COVID lockdowns. I met her and I was just ready to take Evolve to the next level. And I knew that the universe would align me with whoever I needed to support me at that time. And she was that person and she continues to be such a support. And during the times that we're living in, I feel like so many people are starting their own business, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's their dharma, their purpose. It's just this time of flowing and creating something authentically from your soul. And Alexa is such a support in that area. And I can't wait to introduce you to her. And I can't wait for you to hear all that she does and offers and just all the wisdom that she holds. So welcome, Alexa. Thank you so much. Thank that was you. such an amazing introduction. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Can you introduce yourself now? <laughs> yes. So I'm Alexa. I am the founder of Forever Friday Consulting. Erica and I met when I was still in my like corporate journey. Um, I was working for a health food chain that's local to us. You were there for an influencer event. But my career was really, I started the day after I graduated college at Lululemon. I was there for about four and a half years, totally fell in love with the company, but had no prior understanding of the health and wellness world or boutique fitness or anything before that. So completely fell in love with it, then started working for SoulCycle. I was there for about a year and a half. I oversaw 26 studios, had five team members, was really in like the corporate marketing world. And I just had a moment one day when I was sitting in a marketing meeting and I was just like, there's so many dollars of marketing salary in this room. And there's so many new fitness studios and new people that are getting certified for meditation and yoga. And there's so much that people are doing to pursue their passion. And they don't have a million dollars to dedicate to marketing salary. So I was like, there's a there's a disconnect here. And how can I support the smaller companies? And and because no one was really doing that. So I was like, I had this sort of like inkling of a thought. And I was like, I know there's there's something here. And then I took another job after SoulCycle. It ended up not being the right fit. And I just had a moment where I was just like, I'm not, I don't want to keep working for these these people with very, very deep pockets that, you know, can make anything happen, mm-hmm. but at a very high cost. It's like, there's so many people out there that really need some marketing help, but they just don't know what to do or they're too busy, right? Like if yeah. you are a local studio owner, you're doing, you know, if you're doing everything yourself, you have a lot on your mind. You don't really have time to think about what your marketing strategy even looks like or where to turn for that. And it can feel very overwhelming. So I created my company to work with more people at once to sort of just help provide some strategy to to allow you to live out, you know, what those desires are that you have and to really make that a reality. Yeah. And I love the name of your business and why you chose it. Can you share? <laughs> yes. So 
growing up Fridays, like I never in high school, I like never went to class on Friday. Like it Fridays to me felt like such a sacred day. Like it was like my day. I didn't want it to belong to anyone else. Like I wanted it to be (laughs) my day. And I, when I was working in corporate, I, on Friday afternoon one day, I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. Now I finally feel like my life can start. Like I finally feel excited about it. And I was like, I want this feeling forever. Like, this is what I want. And so therefore, forever Friday. I love it. (laughs) Because that's, I think that's the goal. I just did a podcast on, um, when this airs, it's going to be like a long time ago, but I, one that just released this past week was measuring success. And Mm -hmm. I think a way to measure success is like, I mean, I love what I do and the weekends still feel good because I get a little more time just to chill and not be on. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, like every day of our life should feel like the best day of our life. And it does when we're doing what we love and something that's aligned to our purpose. And usually I think if it has to do with like helping people grow in whatever way that looks, whether Mm -hmm. it's me with personal development and helping people remove box in their life and heal their trauma or you. I mean, we met for what, 45 minutes in a shop at, in a coffee shop. My life yeah. was changed. My mind was blown. <laughs> like you, I can't even express how much you've helped me. Oh. And I think that feels so good too. And that makes like that forever Friday feeling always hit when yeah. we know that we're making an impact and we know that we're helping people. Yeah, exactly. And like, I was thinking, even like earlier today, I was like, what's like the one thing that I really want to come across in this podcast? Like we're really like getting into it early, but that's all my podcast. You just like go right in. Like there's no short talk. I love it. Small talk talk is like, who has time for it? Go right in. Who has time for it? It exhausts us. It's not interesting. So I was just like really thinking and I was just like, you know, the, the purpose of life is to me or what I believe is to help as many people feel their best as you possibly can. And for you to feel good doing that. Mm. So if you can make as many people feel good while you're also getting fulfillment from that, Mm. whatever fulfillment means to you, right? So it's like, is it financial success? Is it time freedom? Like whatever fulfillment, is it time for you to connect with the people you love? Like whatever you can do to help other people feel their best while you're feeling fulfilled is the point. Right. So it's just like, for me, I'm just like, if I can help as many people understand that they actually can have the business that they want and it doesn't have to feel, because I think the biggest misconception is like, it's super expensive to run a business. It takes, it's going to take all my time. I'm never going to have time with my family again. Like none of those things are true. And you can have the business that you want on the terms that you want. It's just what what feels good for you, what feels like success for you and what feels like fulfillment for you. So true. You know, it's so true. And we've been definitely heavily conditioned on like what work needs to feel like, what work needs to be like. And I think that, you know, in 2020, as I said in the intro, so many people walked away from their jobs after that time. Mm -hmm. So many people started to reevaluate, like, am I doing what fulfills me? Am I doing what makes me happy? And they start to step into this space of like creative flow. And with that, you start, you start to see like how much time, (laughs) um, you know, running a business can be. Mm -hmm. And then with someone like you, people start to learn like, oh, wow, I don't have to send out every individual zoom link. I could automate this or there's 
an app that connects my calendar to my Zoom and it could <laughs> automatically just like be sent and you start to realize like how these bigger companies do run mm-hmm. and how they're able to be so much more efficient and you're really bringing that to a small business like mine mm-hmm. and a startup business. Yeah, yeah. And that was a big thing for me when I was at Seoul and I was just like, these don't have to be secrets. Yeah. You know, like some of like these strategies and this technology, most of it's free. Like I showed you, like for me to run my business on a monthly basis is $215 a month. It's wild. All in. Wild. Zoom, Zapier, show it, interact, like every single software that I use, 215 bucks a month. That's wild. So it's just like, it's amazing. That's honestly like what I want. I really just want people to understand like, if you have an idea, if you have a business that you want to do, like you can do it. It's not as hard as you think it is. And it is, it just sometimes takes a little bit of like introduction, right? Yeah. To like, oh, here's this website that's going to help me connect this to this. And I'm exactly. therefore going to have two hours back this week. Like, great. What can I do with those two hours? Oh yeah. And like, that's, that's what I want. Cause that's what I, I, you know, I really believe it's like, we just need more people who just feel at ease. At ease, so, exactly. Yeah. And more of the rest and digest state. Right, right. Tell us a little bit about like what your days look like. What I know you shift like every other week, but like mm-hmm. what does it look like when you meet clients? What do you, what are your offerings? What yeah. are the things that you do? Yeah. So on my on weeks, on my client weeks, I work with about four or five clients a day um, in one-on-one sessions. So we do everything from copywriting, um, email creation systems, you know, everything really that fits under that umbrella, or we'll really work through what your marketing funnel looks like. And that's, I think if there's a lot of small business owners or people who have, you know, an idea, right. It's like all your marketing boils down to what your funnel is. So your top of funnel is how are people finding out about you? Mid funnel is how are they trying you? And then bottom funnel is like, how are they super routine to you? And then they become, you know, your brand ambassador. So a lot of the times what we're working on is, you know, just a little bit of figuring out that portion of the funnel and like Mm -hmm. where you're at, maybe what needs support um, and how we can sort of build in some tactics to like support what area of the funnel you're at. Um, So that's what I do with my clients. And then on my off weeks, my quote unquote off weeks, I'll do, which (laughs) are not off. Yeah, never. I'll be like, oh my gosh, my morning is so open. And then all of a sudden it's like, you didn't do this, you didn't do yeah, this. You didn't. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. there goes my day. Yeah. Or then I'll get like, all of a sudden it'll be like, oh, this person is a meeting and this person scheduled this. And I'm like, oh, right. Okay. Um, but yeah, so in my off weeks, I'll do podcasting, coming here, you know, doing some, whatever it looks like for me. I do a lot of like coffee shop work during those days of creating emails for me, just double checking if I like what all of my automated emails look like. If I feel like it still aligns with my company um, I have a membership, so I'll check in on a lot of my members and just say like, Hey, how are you doing? You what know? do you do in the membership? What do you offer there? So the membership is $50 a month and it is one monthly webinar for marketing. So for example, so for this month for June, we're talking about website journey and what your client sees when they go mm-hmm. through your website and how you can sort of edit that to go along and coincide with like what they're looking for. Right. So I have a guest coming on. Her name is Christy. She's phenomenal. She's a website. She's a graphic designer. She's going to come on and present to members about what your website should look like and some SEO tips for visibility to get people to really see you and get your message out there. 
Um, and then a week later, we have a Q&A call that I lead where we just sort of say like, okay, how's everybody using that content? That's great. I think accountability is like a huge, Definitely. huge part of marketing because it, yeah. it feels overwhelming. It's always, it's going to unless you have the right support system. Right. So the members have really become each other's support system, which is amazing. So um, good. But I'll lead that call and we'll just, you know, if anyone was like, you know, I didn't really understand or you know, for SEO, like, what should I use as my keywords, right? You know, like something like that is a question a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so then we'll say on the call, like, okay, great. You know, what are, what would people Google about your business? Mm-hmm. What are, do you have keywords on your website that match what people are going to Google to find you? So we just workshop a lot of stuff in there. And then we'll have some throw in office hours. We'll do like a Zapier tutorial or an Acuity tutorial or anything like that, whatever anybody is needing help on. That's goes back to like the intuitive thing. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think when you're an entrepreneur and you're working for yourself, accountability is so huge. So like huge. sometimes I'll just text a friend and be like, okay, I'm going to start waking up at 4.30 <laughs> this week. And like I just need to like tell her yeah. and be like, I have yeah. to do that. Okay. And yeah. she'll be like, all right, I'll join you. I'll be <laughs> meditating at that time too. And accountability, whether it's for our business, whether it's for our meditation practice, it's just so important to have that community. Yeah. And those people that you could go to, to help you access mm-hmm. your best and highest self. Yeah. It's yeah. So true. And a lot of the time, like, I'll just pop in on a random day in the group and just say, like, okay, what is, if every, if I could grant one wish for everybody this week, like, what would it be? Right? And, like, that's a question I love to ask because it also helps you understand what you really want to get done yes. this week. Right? So, like, a lot of the times I'll pop in and say that. It's kind of like the Montessori approach. Yes. You know, like I'm a, a discovery. And like, fan. yeah. Huge Montessori fan. Um, but then people will answer like what they're what they really want to get done that week. And then it's not just me that sees it. You're not yeah. just telling me, you're telling 50 other people yep. that now also understand what your dreams are this week. And yep. it's like, I'm sure you see it too in the Zooms, even in the Zoom chat, right? When you yeah. have lives. Like the power of people talking about what they want to an entire group is such a cool thing to observe. It's so it's true. Like at the end of the day, I'm like, this is this is what I'm here for. Yeah. Is like to help other people connect, and it is. It's just such a cool feeling to be like, cool. Like other people are going to reach, you know, their goals and like fulfillment because they've spoken it out loud in this container. And yeah. I just, I love it's that. It's so true energetically and everything Mm -hmm. it's so it's so true it's so powerful and I I love encouraging people to share like their dreams their hopes their intentions with the community or with someone because it it's kind of like when we chant mantra in our mind and then we chant it out loud like we know that our thoughts are so powerful Mm -hmm. but then when we like really project that out we feel how powerful that vibration is mm-hmm. and that lives on and travels on because now it's sound, yeah. it's of creation. Yeah. And it really is um, a powerful way to get our wheels in motion yeah. and have the universe like catch up with us and show us what we want. Yeah, a lot of my business is like, universe, I don't know what to do here. Please answer my question by yeah. sending me a solution. Yeah. And then it happens. Yeah. It does. And it you're is. you're part of that. You were sent. <laughs> You appeared. It's so true. So you worked for like really big brands that I love. love. Yeah, like Lululemon, love them. them. Soul Cycle was where like my spirituality began, Mm -hmm. I would say, Mm -hmm. or like at least like reignited. Um, I went through a lot of people that listen to the podcast know that Vinny and I went through like really, really challenging times Mm -hmm. in the beginning of our relationship. And I would just go into that Soul Cycle room and completely 
like just connect to myself. And that was like my first form of meditation. So I have so much respect for both of those companies. If you were to say that like you took away one thing from each of them or like give us something juicy, you know, (laughs) like what's something you really learned from these incredible humongous companies that were so successful. Yeah. It, I have to say like, I have so much respect for both of those companies and credit everything to them. Like, I just think they were both such phenomenal, game-changing companies. Like, Lululemon, that wasn't a thing. Like, fashionable athletic wear wasn't a thing before that. And it's crazy to even think about. So wild. Prior to SoulCycle, your spin class was at the gym and it was really bright and there was no beat. There was yeah, no music. No candles. It was like no, no Jonathan candle. There was candles. nothing. And it is, it's just so wild to always think about. So I just, I really have so much respect for them. I think Lululemon, honestly, like I literally have like chills thinking about what I learned from Lululemon. Like there was so much goodness and intention in that company and respect for the people that worked there that it was so amazing to be a part of like everybody was always encouraged you did goal setting all the time we did vision setting that had nothing to do with the company it was so it was like personal mm -hmm. really so much personal development wow that lululemon was the first time personal development ever even entered into like my aura wow so we would do every onboarding i love that it was amazing every onboarding you would do vision setting where you would have, you know, someone come in, whether it was someone who worked for the company who also did this or an external person, and they would come in and you would do this entire vision setting of like, okay, in 10 years from now, what does your life look like? You know? And did then you want to do this? I knew that it was going to, I knew I was going to have my own company. Yeah. Like I knew it. I knew that I was going to be You know, you know, you know what move, I mean? Yeah. You know, like that's a big thing for me. It's like, I need to I need to shake up my location to feel really inspired. So like being on the move is really important to me. But I, you know, we had this vision setting and everybody wrote down their goals. You broke it down into 10 years, five years and one year goals to really get you there. And they were posted on the walls. Like I could go up to a wall in the store and be like, oh, cool. Billy, you know, wants to run a marathon this year. That's amazing. Oh, Let me walk I have back. chills. It's, it, I can't explain. I have it. chills. It, like, me too. It, it, it totally normalized talking about goals for me. Yeah. And I think that was the first time that I was like, wow, I love to connect. I, w- I want to see what, what people want for their yeah. life. Because that that's not a thing that no. you're taught as a kid. Like, it's talk about someone's hopes and dreams. <laughs> yeah, and like sometimes it's even like, oh, don't tell anyone what you want because in mm-hmm. case you don't get it, you're like being vulnerable yeah. or like, so you know, it's completely like breaking down that barrier. Yeah. And then just as you said, like looking at Billy wanting to run a marathon, mm-hmm. just you knowing that is putting more energy and intention behind Billy running that marathon exactly. because that that's why I'm like so conscious or as as much as I'm such an open book I'm very careful with my words and what I share with people and how I share it because what I make you feel is going to grow mm-hmm. like what I make what I make you think about myself or my dreams or my goals that's going to grow so I need mm-hmm. to be like very care I know how powerful we are and yeah. I need to be very careful yeah. and that's really cool how such a supportive environment was created. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It was, it was really transformative. Um, 
and yeah, the company, it was just amazing. There was a personal development. There was so much around real, true community. It was never like community events that we would do always had such a, a pure intention of just adding value and just amazing. making other people feel good. Right. And like, there's so much of the grassroots and the organic marketing strategy that I use today in my mm-hmm. business that is fully from what I learned there. Like wow. I will always credit, you know, the all the or, the organic and community building from Lululemon. I just think they did it so well. And they always, every single event that we held, it was always under the lens of like, we are giving without receiving. Always. Wow. Like there was never, ever an intention to generate more sales that was net we never even I have chills. We never talked about that i have chills isn't it it's amazing and it's like it oh it i feel so beyond lucky that i had that experience and that was my first job out of college that wow. from that moment on i was like, high expectations through the other company yeah really <laughs> like, this is the only way i know how to do it and this is the only way i'm going to do it because i know what it did for me so it is just, um, yeah. I just. It sounds like such a spiritually aligned business. And I feel that so deeply because when you're doing what you love, it's like, oh, oh yeah, I make money doing this. Like it's like the the bonus, yeah. not like I have to do this to make money. It's exactly. never like that. Yeah. And I think that's so evident in when you're talking to someone, when you're working with someone, you feel it. When you mm-hmm. walk into Lululemon, you feel it. Mm-hmm. Like that's really powerful. Yeah. And it's hard to measure, right? And I think, you know, Lululemon, when this was, I started working there in 2013, things changed financially yeah. for the company in terms of the investors that they mm. had the same with SoulCycle. Like, yeah. you know, and this this happens generally with pretty much every company that does succeed is like you do then sometimes get more money filtered in yeah. and you get investors and you get the people in suits and they want to measure every single number. And something that was always really interesting to me was that the earnings for Lululemon, oh, even just last week, I saw a headline of Lululemon exceeds Q1 reportings, like investors unsure why. This happens all the time for the company where the earnings reports are beyond the projections. And it is, it's the energy. Energy. And it's like, I'm not going to tell this like guy from Goldman in a suit that like, because people feel good, people want to spend more, but it's like, it is what it is. It's just, it's such, it's the energy of the four walls. And I always used to say, like, I could go to any Lululemon, any single one, and I would feel like I was walking into someone's home. Like, that was just, oh, it always felt good. And I think that, you know, going back to Soul Cycle, like, you knew when you walked into that room, it didn't matter if yeah. you were in Austin or New York or wherever, Miami, it didn't matter. Yeah. You knew that you were going to be tapped into yourself yeah. in that moment. And I just think like, you know, going down to branding, like that's just a really cool sort of experience to replicate. So true. Before I found Kundalini meditation, I knew that I was a teacher as many of you know, and um, I knew there was something more I wanted to do. I just didn't know what. So, like as a teacher, the next step is like, oh, become an administrator, and you, that's that's how you could do more and yeah. be more and whatever. Yeah. So that's what I did. I actually got my. Um, I went back for further education and got uh, the certification for building administrator and district administrator. And the one class I will never forget was with a professor who. All we talked about was making the staff 
feel good, loved, mm. and supported yeah. and leading from the heart. And he was like, that's all you need to do. Yeah. If your staff knows that you're loved, that they're loved, they're cared for, they're supported, you're not just talking to them about business. You're talking to them about their family life and you're getting to know them in a way that maybe they, you know, they mm-hmm. never felt supported in another position. Um, it just reminded me of Lululemon because when you start with that energy of love and that frequency of like, we're doing what we're love, we love, we we we're doing what we love. We are are working from this place of love. You feel that, and then the dollars and cents. It's just a different frequency. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like and it's like anything. Anything aligns. Yeah, and it really is like it's it's the ripple effect. Yeah, and I think that is just the most important lesson is that like every like your energy is contagious yeah and if you go to the coffee shop and you're rude to someone they're going to be rude to someone else yeah and it's going to be because of you right and it's like if you go to the coffee shop and you're like you know you're complimenting someone or whatever and you're making them feel better they're going to carry that around to someone else and it's just like it sounds so hippie but it's like isn't that just all we need (laughs) all we need like that's all we need is just for other people to feel empowered and happy and confident and it's just it is just something that like, yeah, I just think, you know, we just need to think about. So true. So for Soul Cycle, I know mm-hmm. we talked about the branding there and that's definitely like the biggest takeaway just Huge. because no matter where <laughs> you went in the, in the world, yeah. um, you're going to smell the same scent. No, I- <laughs> you're going to see the same things. But is there anything else that you really took away from that experience as well? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to say a negative one okay. and I, because just... I love the company and I'm still very close with everyone there, but don't expand before you're ready. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the biggest lesson for me and Mm. that I hope to give to my clients as well is like you see other people on social and it's so easy to think that they're happy because they're bigger Mm -hmm. and it's, the biggest misconception. So true. Like you need to master your product before you grow on to another product, whether it's a location or whatever, like whatever revenue stream you have, you need to master it before you move on to another. And I think SoulCycle, you know, they'll, they'll tell you like they cannibalize their product by expanding too quickly. And, you know, if even if you listen to Julie and Elizabeth talk, like, they know that the, it happened too fast and the money that they took from Equinox, it it just changed what yeah. the experience was. Yep. Like the early soul cycle, you couldn't get in. It was the energy was amazing. Oh, Twelve was o'clock like, noon right, on Mondays. Twelve o'clock on Mondays. It was a huge thing. And yeah. it was because everybody really wanted to yeah. be there. Yeah. And now in the city, right in Midtown, you have 46th Street, 54th Street, 63rd Street, 83rd Street. Oh and that's gosh. all between 2nd and 3rd Avenue. Wow. Like, uh, no, no, of course none of yeah. those classes are going to fill. Right. Because anyone can go anywhere. But that also means was... the instructors aren't as good. The wait list, waiting to get into a class, yeah. like a packed out class. Like I love everyone having access, but there is an energy about like a full class yeah. and like all of 100%. that energy in one room and right. really wanting to be there. Yes, exactly. So true. Yeah. So it, it, I think expansion, just know you're ready for it. Like yeah. know that it feels good and know that your product is going to carry over and that your experience is going to be consistent for your clients. I think that's the biggest thing is like, 
making sure that your experience stays the same. Yeah. And don't expand until you can guarantee that. So true. So I think that was a big lesson. This is kind of off topic, but not really. Something I think <laughs> a lot is about like brands that I love. And like it's like most brands' um, dream to get like bought, like sell their company mm-hmm. or get like huge investors. And like we were saying, it does change the product. So like when I see when I see like a brand in a health food store, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. And then when I see it like enter CVS, I'm like, oh shit, yeah. what they add in this? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, I, I was know. seeing like a, a protein powder that I felt like really guided to because I have to be for like something like protein powder. Yeah. And I remember when I got it, I was just like, okay, this is great. Then I saw it in CVS and like, uh, <laughs> now it's like big yeah. and who knows like who has their hands in yeah. this. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I don't know, every, I think every business starts with like their principles, their morals from the heart and then you know money is enticing and mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. can definitely um cloud some things but yeah. I think when we're going into our meditation practice and living truly from this aligned space and going back to like why do I do this mm-hmm. why did I start this and staying in that space and really asking yourself like another podcast I did, like what is success to me keeps us grounded and focused and like all those shiny things and those distractors from the outside. It's like, wait, that doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. What matters is whatever it may be for your business. And like, I, it's, it's interesting to think about the process of brands and businesses and how that happens. Yeah. It's, it is interesting. And I yeah. think I get it. Like, I like nice things. Right. You know, I, I like that. I want to be able to afford that lifestyle. But you do always have to ask yourself, like, is this coming from a place of love or a place of fear? Yeah, and I think that's always exactly. the biggest thing for me is like fear based, fear based partnerships, right? Or just like, oh, I need to secure all the money now or it's never going to come the way I want it to or whatever yeah. that looks like. And it's, it's very interesting. Like I, I have, there's a collagen, right. That I used to take all the Mm -hmm. time, my coffee. And I really liked it. And I have a friend who's a registered dietitian and I texted her recently and I was like, what about like, what, what's the deal with this one? And she was like, no, no, no. They got bought by this company. Like the quality ingredients are not as good, but yeah. I know. We have to stay on top of everything. It's hard. It's like a full-time job understanding what you're consuming, who I know. who's behind it, what I the know. intention is. I know. But lean so on other true. people. Like, honestly, yes. like, now that I found, like, Jillian, yes. like, what do I do about this protein exactly. powder? And she's like, exactly. nope, do this one. It's from this brand, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Trust the other other people in your life that, like, are good at that stuff. Exactly. Just lean on that. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Because we can't do it all. Right. Although we may want to sometimes. Right. <laughs> so, I know that you've been, like, meditating for mm. a while. Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about your practice and like what it looks like is it daily what your favorite meditations are yes oh my god I love this okay so where do I even start so like I said so I when I started working for Lululemon it was day after college like I thought it was going to be a job in the mall literally while I was looking for another job I had no idea what was in store never meditated prior to that went to an event with Gabby Bernstein she was doing um she had just released, I think she had just released The Universe Has Your Back. And so she was doing a book release party for Lululemon. And we did a mass meditation there. Life-changing. I was like, what is this? Thought it was so interesting. And then just kept going to all the meditation events that Lulu would hold. From there, would start to do, you know, the, the Calm app and stuff like that. And never 
found anything that really just closed my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like never found yeah. anything that really was just like, okay, we're just going to be quiet for yeah. a second <laughs> until Kundalini and until I found you. And the Instagram lives that you have like completely got me through COVID. Like so much early lockdown period, you know, like that whole yeah. period of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I say to they everybody. They were so nice. Like, that was like. They were amazing. The, not the silver lining, but like a little bit of sunshine and like yeah. really dark days. Yeah. And it was just, amazing. it was for me as well. Like yeah. I was like, I got to show up and we're going to, we're going to be okay, people. Yeah, but your energy was phenomenal. <laughs> and it was like something about, like I said to my best friend the other day, like something about always having something next in Kundalini that you're thinking about, like in breath work. Yeah. Just, yeah. It, it just totally closes things down. Totally. And I don't, I read this, I'm curious actually about your thoughts on this. I read recently, I think it was um, Sahara Rose was saying oh, something her. about how women are actually like meditation for us is very different than meditation for men. And that's mm-hmm. why like movement and music yeah. is so much more of like the feminine aspect I think of meditation than just like sitting quiet gotcha and like sitting quiet meditation is better for men I don't know I was like that's a very interesting sort of take and it makes sense yeah because I didn't feel like that was like okay like I would do a class at mindful and it was like 30 minutes of just sitting no music really and I was like this is (laughs) my mind is like what is my grocery list and what am I doing like Like, yeah but I think having something to focus on with that's what I love too is it makes me it just is like totally game changing it's a place to put our energy and then access our energy and harness it totally Mm -hmm. um it's so interesting because I haven't like I was never guided to a lot of different types of meditations. The first time I ever went to a in-person meditation class was literally for teacher training. Wow. Cause like, you know, we're growing up in the digital age. Like I had access to Kundalini in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't need to go anywhere. Yeah. And that's kind of why, you know, evolve is where it is. Cause I want it to be accessible mm-hmm. in that way. Whereas if you were to go, you, you know, you would have to prepare, you'd have to drive to a place that's probably like an hour away from you because yeah. there's not a lot of options for yeah. Kundalini and, you know, make sure that you're wearing the respectful clothing and garments and mm. just a completely different experience. I'm yeah. so glad that you connect. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite meditation <sighs> or like type? Like, are you like a breath of fire type of girl or do you like more of like the mouth breathing? I love the mouth breathing. I really love the meditation, the intuition meditation that you've been doing lately. Love that one too. I love that one. Yeah. And I think like that intuition is something I've always struggled with Mm -hmm. weirdly where I'm always just like, what exactly is my intuition? Yes. Because I think it's hard to decipher intuition and fear. Definitely. Especially if you have like anxious thoughts. I think this is the question I get most on a QA. All the time. And like for a podcast recording. Right. I did one on that, but everyone wants to talk more about yeah. it. So because it's go. it's just a personal <laughs> Yeah. It's like it it sucks to say, but like you can't actually answer that yeah. for anyone. Yeah. They need to answer it for yeah. themselves. It's like what does fear feel like for me and what mm-hmm. does intuition feel like for me? Yeah. And it's I think, yeah, I just I the intuition meditation has really just helped me be like you know, it's just what feels good and what feels all like I've already known it. Yes. And I think that's where I'm always like, okay, like fear is not something I've necessarily already known. It's something I'm scared of, but it's not something that I know. Yeah. Whereas intuition is like, you know, I was going to have my own company. Like I know, like there are yes. these things that I know that I just know. Yeah. And like, you know, it's just there already. 
do you feel like having a consistent practice has changed like how you approach clients or how you work? Totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think, um, the most important thing that I've been able to take into my business is allowing other people to really feel what projects they want to take on. And I think it's the, it's the responding versus reacting. And I think that's the most, that's the biggest gift, honestly, that I'm like hoping to give to people is just don't, don't react to something because you think other people are doing this or doing better or, you know, Barry's is doing buy two, get one Mm -hmm. free. So therefore you need to do it too. Like respond instead to what your clients are doing and what your community is needing from you and like feel it first. Like you don't need to just like, we live in such an age where you think everything has to happen right now. And it so doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like it we will limit ourselves right so time. much when yeah. we think that. Right. And it just shows that we're acting out of fear. We don't have faith. Mm-hmm. And what could be on the other side if we do it in our time mm-hmm. can be 10 times better than yeah. the person that we're comparing to or just more aligned to ourselves. Yeah. And I feel like in this day and age, we just know everyone else's business mm-hmm. all the time because mm-hmm. we're on social media. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's essential to be like, I need a break from looking at this or indulging in this because it's messing Mm -hmm. with my intuition and I need to listen to me, not what anyone else is doing. So yeah, intuition is definitely so important for business, for personal, for, I mean, everything. It's so true. It's really true. So why don't we share some of the things? I like making things very real to <laughs> yes. people because I was an elementary school teacher. I love it. So I like making it really real. Um, let's share some of the things that you helped my business with mm-hmm. so other people can like really have a clear idea of what you do and yes. like some of the things. She's going to hang out with me for a little today <laughs> and we're going to do some really epic changes and I'm so excited. <laughs> so do you want to share some of them? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so if you're a small business owner – If you're somebody who works in appointments, right? So appointments and appointment software, use Acuity or Calendly. We're all doing that already, but use Zapier. So what we're doing is, you know, people who book your one-on-ones, people who book my one-on-ones, people who book my, you know, my podcast slot, my membership, whatever, is connected to Zapier. So that's like the first thing that I can just tell people is like, it is free. Like literally free 99, you do not need to pay for it. It connects all of your software that you're on. So you can connect your Stripe to Flowdesk, right? So let's all say that. So Stripe is where I capture payments from clients and from members. I then, it's connected through Zapier to my email software. So once somebody joins my membership or once somebody books a podcast slot or even schedules a consultation, they are, sorry, no, we're talking about Stripe. So when someone purchases something, they get tagged in Flowdesk as, you know, a membership person or a personal client. So then they get a really beautiful branded sequence of emails from me, which is all the information that I want them to know. Yeah. But I don't have to touch it, right? Like I don't have to touch anything. I set it up once and that's all I need to do. If you can do the same exact thing for your appointments. So if somebody books a one-on-one session with you in Calendly, I'm trying to think what other people use. Zen Planner is on it. Like whatever business you have, however people are booking time with you, you can connect it to Flowdesk. You can connect it to MailChimp, whatever email platform you're on. 
and just have it, you know, look a little bit better, look a little bit more professional. So that's, I think the biggest one is number one. That's what we're doing. Zapier. We're going to use a lot of Zapier. We're going to do a lot of Flowdesk stuff too, because I think. Can't wait. Yeah. Your email marketing, like you just, you need to, you shouldn't have to be spending time in your email platform. Yeah. Like I don't, I literally actually don't ever look at my email platform because everything is set up already. Like I don't. Unless I want to send out an email to everyone, if I'm talking about, I don't know, if I want to talk to them about pricing strategy or like whatever came up, like being, you know, intuitively like creating content like we were talking about. But otherwise, everything is totally set up. Um, You also want to make sure that you have a lead magnet. So I think this is one that's really important. So if you are a, you know, let's say you're, let's say you're you're a life coach, right? And let's say you live in... Long Beach, and you only want to attract people who live in Long Beach, but you have no people on your email list, right? You have no, you have like, let's say you have 500 followers on social media, but they're not clients yet, right? If you're trying to attract a specific type of client, if that's the one that feels aligned for you, you want to figure out what sort of valuable content you can give them that they can get to know you a little bit better and get to know your process a little bit better. So I would say make sure that you have a lead magnet set up so that if you're, you know, if you are a life coach in Long Beach, maybe it's, maybe you do a free event. Like maybe you're mm-hmm. going to do a free event on the beach for if people want access, they have to sign up, you know, through this form. And then they get an email from you that's like, okay, great, you're in. I'm so excited to see you. And then maybe, you know, the next week you send them one of like, hey, I hope you loved it. This is actually what my offering is. Like, you know, if you're excited about it, if you feel called to it, like just hit reply. But that's automatic. Like you've mm-hmm. had that stuff set up already. So I think Zapier, making sure you have your lead magnet set up is super important. Yeah. I love it. I think of like the other like software systems. But yeah. Yeah. That was our big focus. Yeah. And the time that we're saving now is pretty wild. Good. It's incredible. Good. <laughs> So uh, I'm so grateful for this conversation <laughs> on so many levels. I feel like we hit so much. Where can everyone find you if they want to work with you or reach yeah. out to you? Yeah. You have so many outlets. There's so many stuff. So yeah. much stuff. Um, foreverfriday.co on Instagram, the Friday Society podcast, which you've been on. Yes. It's a lot more um, business focused. So, you know, if there's stuff people are like curious about SEO or I whatever. I more. Yeah, there's there's just a lot of um, tangible like yeah. actual business tips. It's amazing. There. So definitely, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of like free content. Like I trust you. Just share so much. I, you I do. trust like that you share a lot people, from your heart. Thank you, and I, I think it's important because that's yeah. how that's how I connect with people and like. Yep. I trust that the right people will pay for the right things whenever yeah, they need to. I'm not exactly. worried about it. Because like, you're not in a fear of mentality. I'm or not worried mindset. about it. And I also, I, I understand what yeah. it's like when you're first getting started. Like, I get it. So it's like, you know, if whatever I can help you with, I'm that's what I want to do. So if you have an inkling of an idea, I would say Instagram is definitely the great first place to start. There's a lot of content there. Um, yeah. Now you're on TikTok too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, doing I it all. I mean to. I create. I only. I create videos in TikTok because I like the font. Okay. Better. So then I'll save it to no, my phone. No, it's smart to be there. And then I got one hundred and thirty-six thousand views from that Soul Cycle oh video, gosh, and I was like, amazing. But like, none of my TikToks are about my brand really at all. I only have like a few on there, and so I was like, oh shoot. That was your sign to start being on TikTok. And then you posted something that like. 
it's so weird to even say this, but like on Instagram, you're really talking to who you already have there. Whereas on TikTok, you're like yes. meeting new people, which yes. is wild that yeah. that's even the case. Yeah. But that was helpful that you shared that. Yeah, that I actually, yeah, I think TikTok is right now, you know, going back to the funnel and what we were talking about, yeah. like, it's important to understand where your brand acquisition is coming from, right? So if you're, let's say you're slammed in business and you're like, okay, actually, everybody that I work with has found me on social media. And I can remember that, you know, the posts that were most common or the posts that were shared the most tended to actually attract a lot more clients. Mm. Like that's how you know what you should be focusing your content on, right? Love so that. this is where the marketing does really come in with like the analytics is like understanding what is happening behind the scenes. Yes. But it is, you just, you need to define your funnel. And I that I actually have a totally free video and like a workbook on. Um, so I can, you know, after we publish the episode or something, I'll just like comment the link. But perfect. it is... You want to understand how people are finding you. So I think TikTok is where people find you and Instagram is where they feel connected to you. Mm. Email is where they're going to buy from you. Mm -hmm. So it's like that's how you want to sort of figure that out. So if people are finding you on TikTok, are you gearing your content towards the introduction, right? Gotcha. Like that's where the people – just what you do and if it's interesting to them and if they think mm -hmm. it's going to be valuable to them. Instagram is – these people know you a little bit better. Yeah. Like you can get a little more in depth with who yes. you're talking to. You can share a little bit more. You feel a little more connected to them. At least I do. I think other people do too. Definitely. And then that's where you do want to say like, okay, great. You know what? That's where you share your lead magnet. Yeah. Like if you guys want to learn more about this or if you want to find the perfect meditation for you, like take my quiz. Here's the yes. link. Right. And now they're in your email list. And now they're like, okay, great. Here's, here's a link for the membership for half off this month. I'm going to share that. Like, I want to click on that. I'm going to buy that. And that's what it is. It's like, it takes, it takes half effort and half automation to just like have that sort of flow. I love what it. That looks like. It's amazing. <laughs> half automation, <laughs> half flow. I love it. Yeah. I'm making this. Yeah. Well, if anyone's interested in reaching out to Alexa, <laughs> she has been a lifesaver. And I hope that this episode was really beneficial to you and insightful. Um, it's so important to find those people that can really, that you can trust and like let in and allow them to assist you. And she's definitely one of those people to me. So I was so happy to have her here today. So thank, thank you, you, Alexa. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. I love thank this. You. <laughs> me too. And you guys can check out her podcast and the episode that we recorded maybe a year and a half ago at this yeah, point. I think you're episode 27. Okay. <laughs> I love that number. Away. That's amazing, actually. Really? Yeah. I love pretty, it. I'm pretty sure I hope it is. <laughs> no, you know, wow, this is so weird. No, you recorded on July 27th. You might actually oh. also be episode 27. That's funny. But I, I don't know why. I remember numbers all the time. But wow, I know I for a fact that. we recorded on July 27th. I love it. <laughs> well, go and check out our podcast. I'm definitely going to because I need all the biz tips I can get. <laughs> and check her out on Instagram, TikTok, wherever. And feel free to reach out to her if you have questions or yes. want to um, have her assist you. Yeah. Even if it's just a DM, happy to answer. She's amazing at that, <laughs> really. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Alexa, for thank being you. here. And thank you guys for joining. As always, may the long time sun shine upon you. Have a beautiful day. Satnam. <laughs>